Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. Today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is brought to you by the Burkhart Company. The Burkhart Company is one of the preeminent companies for kitchens, bathrooms, and bars. Their team can take your concept from design to build and then install. With almost 50 years experience, you can trust their team with all of your home and business projects. Call Andrew or one of his team members at 502-587-1538. Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting at the Burkhart Company here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Burkhart is one of the preeminent you know, kitchen, bathroom, bar designers in the city. I would just say Kentuckiana, and we're here with one of the owners, uh, Andrew Just. How you doing today, Andrew? Really good. Good, good. Thanks for being here. Hey, I'm glad you invited us out. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, the co-host today, I, I, I decided I'm going to bring John back in. John Wade, what's going on, John? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on. John Pleasure is, being here. John's what, the CEO of Staven Bean, and then you're the barrel procurement guy at Peerless, right? I like it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bar- uh, single barrel curator for Peerless. Procurement curator. It's all the same thing. It's all the same daggone thing, you know. That's right. So... Anyways, so Andrew, hey, thanks for having us out. We're excited to be here. And, and I tell you, what really brought me here was like I was flipping through Instagram four or five months ago and I saw this, like, I, I'm going to call it a speakeasy that you guys designed. Literally, mm-hmm. you, you push the little buttons and poof, the door opens and like, boom, you open it up and it's like this mega bourbon bunker that this dude has. And I don't know who did it and I don't know if you could even talk about that or not, but Tell us a little bit about, you know, those type of projects and what other things you guys are doing here at Burkhart. Yeah, so when we took over in 2020, it was right when COVID hit and everyone got sent home. Our sales strategy before that was just uh, face-to-face. And we ended up deciding we needed to revamp the site and do some uh, Google uh, AdWords. One of the things we did was we put in that we did bourbon bars because – at Burkhart Company, being a custom woodworking shop, we can build anything. And we know that bourbon's popular, and we always, you know, friends of mine are buying bourbon, and, you know, they just lay it somewhere in their kitchen, bar area, and generally it's not very organized. So we had a couple people call us, this one guy in particular, and um, he said, come over, and we went over into his house, and he had bourbon on the floor in this room, and he had a lot. Guilty as charged. I, 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 my <laughs> wife literally just yelled at me to get, I had six boxes of bourbon on, on my floor in my bar. Yeah, he had a private dealer, a bourbon dealer there, and um, he had Pappy and just, you know, all kinds of stuff. And actually, my, my partner Nick went there first and came back and he said, man, you have got to see this guy's collection. He, he It's taken up a whole room. And uh, so we designed it. We, we did what he wanted. It was, we did it in oak. Um, and it put, took up every wall and it was in a hallway that had a door and he wanted that hallway, uh, door to be a bookshelf. So when you walk down the hall, you just see a bookshelf and then that bookshelf there's behind the books, there's a key code and you can type it in and then you go in and it's a private, it's a, it's a secret room that's just now full of bourbon. There's a video of it on our Instagram. It's it's about 30 seconds. I don't know, maybe 45 seconds. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I, actually, I posted it on our Instagram page as well, so that way people could check it out. Yeah, so that's the biggest one we've ever done. Uh, we're currently doing a wine cellar that where we're using bourbon barrels that are cut in half that are laying sideways on the wall. Um, we do we we do several like smaller um, bourbon displays, but basically it's custom. We do it the way they want, and we have designers here that can help them. 
And it's just a lot of fun. It's, we call them special or unique projects because it's different than just a kitchen or a bathroom that we normally would do. Right. And, and I know you got started in this, like you were, you were in the countertop business before you, you bought Burkhart and you had some unique stuff there. But uh, when, yep. when I was walking through the showroom, I, I just saw some of the stuff that you guys do. It's just amazing, you know, the craftsmanship and all that good stuff. Yeah, that the, do. there was a lady here yesterday that brought her husband. Her husband didn't want to come, and they were doing a bathroom suite. And she said, hey, I brought my husband here. And um, I told him he had to come see this because this is art. You get What you guys do is art. Yeah. And, I, and I thought that, I, that she was really excited about the fact that we don't just buy boxes and we make everything paint everything here we bake it by hand and it, it's and uh, it was is nice seeing people that understand that it's not just um something that is bought in a box you're you're making something by hand it's it's really cool and if anybody's ever been out to jeb the creed you all did their table for them right in their we retail did their, space we did the their entire uh walk-in retail space super cool i've been yep. out there several times Thanks. yeah yeah so we did the floating shelves we did the bar we did the countertops the the pour um which is a clear epoxy on this wood that's live edge uh, it's beautiful so yeah jephtha uh, creed got a hold of us and we did theirs and it, it turned out really well nice yep. gotcha so uh, now you said you've owned the business for, for three years. You guys have been in business for almost 50 years though, right? Yeah. So I was a countertop guy, uh, since 2004 and Tom Burkhart, who owned Burkhart company, bought all his countertops from me. Uh, Burkhart was a customer and I, I love Burkhart company. So when I was on a sales call, I would come in and stay in here <laughs> and they would have to kind of kick me out. So I thought this was the coolest place in the world. And, um, I, I went to Tom one day and I asked him if it was possible to buy his, his buy the place and what his future goals were. And he said, that's the plan. And I said, okay, well, what if we got some people together? Um, would it be possible? You know, would you be interested in selling it? And, you know, Tom's had it since 77. Right. So he had the building, beautiful building. It's uh, on the national list of historic places. And we, it took us from middle of 2019 all the way to 2020 to get the deal done um there's several of us involved but it was it, it was great because for me i'm a fan of burkhart company first that's what i always tell everybody I, I like burkhart company before i owned it i was a fan i thought they were a great company and i enjoyed i enjoy what they do so it's been a it's been it hasn't really been work for me as much as it's been fun it has been a very big challenge though because the industry has kind of changed since covid right it's 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 harder things are harder no, I, I understand 100% where you're coming from. We, when I sit down with other, you know, owners, um, now I will say, granted, most of my liquor guys and things like that, they're like, dude, business is booming, you know, right? But, but that's, one, that's the one thing about, you know, liquor and bourbon and things like that is it sells when it, bad, times are good and it sells when it's times are bad. So, yeah, we know. are actually as busy as we have ever been. And it's pushing our lead times out a little bit. We, are, we have a commitment to 14 to 16 weeks of completion uh, after a design is done and we try to stick to that um, which I have heard in the industry that that's that's still good there's uh, other cabinet companies that are 25 27 30 sometimes 50 weeks wow so we feel like our dates are good and we we try to we try to hold if we give someone a date we try to stick to it that's that's one of the things that we like to uh hang our hats on is that we, we try to hit our dates so it, we wouldn't be bourbon barrel talk if we weren't going to talk a little bit about alcohol that we're sipping on today and 
I brought in a few samples and, 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 and John brought in like half a peerless. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first thing when, you know, I, I wanted everybody to try, and this is just one of the, the barrel picks that uh, one of the groups did. And I wanted you to try a couple of finished products. Cause you said, oh, I don't even try a whole lot of that and stuff like that. So this is a starlight. It's a sherry cast finish. So, uh, it comes in at 104 proof. So w- w- what do you think about this bad boy? Dude, this thing is amazing. John, I, do you like, I mean... I mean, look at the color on it, just, just yeah, the no. color on that. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's super rich. They picked a ton up out of that sherry barrel. Um, you know, this one's only four and a half years old, so... So would, sherry is a, you can cook with sherry, right? Yeah, but yeah. It's, so, it's got like a, um, I'd say almost like a tangy kind of by itself. Yeah. Um, but this, I mean, this is predominantly a bourbon taste. Right. But you get that slight sherry on the back, back end. Yeah. And uh, I'm not the greatest as explaining uh, uh, how these things taste. I've listened to your podcast several times, and you guys are vanilla and maple syrup and all that, and I like that. That's cool. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but this is really, really, really good. Yeah, it's smooth. I always, I always tell people too. I think like some people get so caught up like on tasting notes. Um, I always say like, where does it take you? Like, does it take you like a certain memory? And right. for me, that really helps like when tasting stuff. Like I may not know the note, but I'll be like, oh man, this reminds me of sitting by the campfire. Right. Down yeah. At the lake. You yeah. Know, this is warm. Graham crackers. Yeah, yeah. This is warm. It's a little sweet. Um, yeah. I think. And it, but it, it's not uh, overly strong. Right. It, it's very smooth. If yeah. you like something that's got that, that's got that like kind of little slight wine, but not, but not too predominantly wine tasting right it's in it and it's really really good yeah it, to me it just really really mellows out some of the rye spice that typically comes through on some of their high rye bourbons um and it, it just melds real well I, I get a little bit of caramel um but i mainly am getting you know those like that dark fruit like fig or cherry or it's got you know, a very like, like um dark kind of like complexity to it the dark cherry but also like the mouthfeel on there is fantastic oh no 100 percent. yeah i agree and it's not spice it you're right it's not it, the spice isn't there it's yeah it, it's 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 warm i that's the first word like, I, like I if you could say rich i think it has like a rich mm-hmm. mouthfeel to it yeah yeah rich mahogany now we, we cheated today because i forgot the glen karen so we're drinking out of coffee mugs with all fairness i like so it you, you can't, i like it you can't see the viscosity or or or, or the legs as we call it on on bourbon but you know, this stuff is a pretty daggone tasty. So, and what's the what is the name of this one again? So this is Starlight. It's their uh, Carl T. Huber's, and it's their bourbon finished in a sherry cask. Yeah. What's and, the proof? Um, one hundred four point two. Yeah, that that does not taste like a one hundred four. No. It, for the price <laughs> point, you can't beat it. What was that? Oh, fifty nine ninety nine. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. for so, a sherry cask finish. I mean, right. Yeah. So yeah. where can you find that? So typically they'll do some um, distillery releases, so you can actually drive out there and get them at that. But this is an actual barrel pick, so like a group came in, and that's what you know John does at Peerless is a group comes in, they buy the entire barrel, and then they take it back to their club or to their liquor store or whatever, and then they sell it to their customers. So a barrel pick gives you a little bit more uniqueness as far as that goes. It's and, a fantastic thing. I love just the whole idea about it. Like, they take it back to their custom Burkhart bar. Yeah, like you yeah. could you could literally go to Peerless, buy a barrel of Peerless bourbon, and you could then at that point, you know, buy it, get it bottled, pay for it, and then you could literally give it out to your clients for Christmas gifts or that's, give it out to your clients for, you know, different things. Like there's all kinds of things that you can do in those situations. That's a great idea. Yeah. I our, like that a lot. Our Thank podcast you. did it, and we uh, we buy them, and we uh, sell them through our groups that we, we have bourbon clubs and things like that. And then we donate the money, the profit, to charity. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just totally enthralled with this whole 
bourbon, um, the podcast. I, I like bourbon, but I like listening to learning about this. And your podcast is one way for me to learn more about this stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's a way to learn about it and, and enjoy learning because you're not just on the internet, like surfing the internet. You're just, you're, you might be at work or driving down the road and you can throw in the podcast and you got all of them I've listened to. I loved every one of them. So if you ever need any barrels, man, uh, I got another company. I'll sell you some barrels cheap just for when I'm done using. If you ever need them to work with or do any projects with, or just want to mess around with them. Yeah, definitely. So along with bathrooms and kitchens and, uh, bars. You guys also do like custom shutters for like windows and things like that. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that's right. So behind me in our showroom and it, you know, we're open from eight to four public, uh, Monday through Friday. So if anybody wants to come down, but behind me is a brick wall with what four windows shutters covering all the windows. And we make an interior shutter that's made in the United States. It's wood. And I mean, there's several good things about that is the fact that, you know, most companies that are doing shutters are getting them from China. Um, we don't. We make them here. And we can paint them in any color because we have uh, spray rooms. So if you say white, a lot of people would say if they want their shutters, they get them white. We actually get go up beyond that. We match their trim. So if they have a white dove or um, some type of Sherwin-Williams paint that they've used in their house, then they want their shutters to be white, but we actually match their trim or match whatever color that they want. And that's kind of a big deal. It's not, no, hundred you know, percent. When you see the trim, deal. that's kind of an almond color or a little off white. And then you have shutters that are bright white. It's not the same, but we match it. Uh, we can also do any color shutter. We do some stain shutters. We're doing a stain shutter job right now, which I think are really neat. It's, um, it's just like, these are going to be like a walnut stain, but uh, it's nice to have a dark shutter in certain rooms. Yep. Uh, but our shutters are all custom. We measure every single window. And um, it's about, I'd say the shutters are about 20% of our business. Gotcha. Um, we, we, do, we do a shutter install, one or two shutter installs a week in Louisville. And one thing cool about the shutter business with, with us is we'll have someone call. And we'll say, how, how did you hear about us? And they want shutters. And they say, honey, we buy shutters uh, from you for 15 years. I did my first house. I did my second house and, uh, Tom did my shutters and we did the first floor and now I'm doing the second floor. So you can do it in pieces. You don't have to do every window in your house all at one time. You can do, you can do just one room at a time. Right. Um, and that helps with the cost is, is, right. and that's kind of a, a, kind of a neat thing that they can, um, get any color it's wood it's made in the united states and, and me being a male I, I have to play with stuff so i was playing and these are real wood I, I don't know what kind of wood you're using i mean but i mean they're nice sturdy the these most of these are basswood basswood so yep. what is basswood that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> he's the question i don't know that, yeah. that, that that must be for your brother to answer and he's not here today huh yeah nick's our shutter guy i need to ask nick about that yeah. So, so if anybody wanted like a display case for all their bourbon, y'all build those too, like a custom display case? Oh, yeah. I mean, so what you're looking at right now yeah. is on the other side of our showroom is, is what we would call a shaker cabinet. And it's um, shakers in Shaker Town. It's a flat panel cabinet. But the inside middle part that's the upper is all glass windows, uh, glass doors, and there's LED lights that span inside the doors that shoot the wall. So... Uh, the lighting is, is, is from the front of the cabinet shooting back. So inside those shelves 
are you, they're adjustable. So if you have shorter bottles, you can you can change it. But what's really neat about this is that you can turn all the lights out if you have a bourbon room and just turn on the lights inside the cabinets. Right. And it's really cool. So I love this. I look at it and I literally just see my bottles going across. I'm like, man, I could put that bottle there, do that shelf with that. And that's, that's yeah, really I mean, nice. We're, yeah, we're, our showroom's not done. We're waiting on a few things. But what we're trying to do here is create a room that just gives people ideas, but it's not cluttered. You know, we want it to be... Um, we just don't want vignettes and a bunch of uh, stacked items. We want to keep it like a real room. So uh, when you come in here, the, the point is just to, to uh, spur creativity and just let your uh, mind flow and you can uh, come up with any idea. And the, we don't turn down ideas. We, want, we, we, we welcome ideas. The, whatever you think you want to do, we try to do it. All right. Concept of design, right? Concept, design, build. And then installation, you do it all from point A to point Z. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep, exactly. What's yep. your favorite part, designing or installing? Like, why, like, do you love, like, new projects like that? My, my favorite part has to be the design. Yep. I mean, I, I have an art, art degree. I went to school for art. And, um, I mean, I, I have an art minor, but I have a business degree. But the thing I enjoy the most is the artistic part of it. And um, coming up with design, brainstorming, and giving the client, like, exceeding the expectations of the client is my favorite part oh absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> and plus you always go back like once it's fully installed take a look at it and just yeah i mean even i mean these guys that build in here are, are, are they're amazing uh, craftsmen they they impress me every day just seeing a job when it's done it's it's hard to believe because it's not one person that that does this it's it's the designer, it's the, the homeowner, the idea, and the people that make it and then paint it, finish it, install it. It takes everybody to make this, this thing when it's done. So uh, there's a book called The Pursuit of Wow that a teacher showed me one time, and that's kind of what I like to pursue is I, I love when someone's like, wow, that's, that is really cool. Yeah. It, it, I say in my world, as far as, a, as being a business banker, I tell people that I try to under promise and over deliver. So if I say, Hey, we're going to have this thing done in 60 days, my, my absolute goal is to try to get it done in 45. Yep. So that way I've told you one thing and then I want to make sure that I'm beating that deadline or doing something better and making it as easy as possible during the process. Yeah. And there's, there's this thing in the design world where they talk about, uh, form and function and, uh, function drives form. So what we always try to do is we, we aren't this, you may say it's beautiful and glitzy and all that, but we don't do anything unless it's functional. So that's kind of where we start. What are you trying to accomplish? What do you want to do? And when you're done, we want you to be able to use what we actually put in there. It's not just something that looks beautiful. It's something that is functional. You use it every day. So um, when we just do design, that's kind of where we start is what's the function. And then we, we get into the form. Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. It's kind of like that. Uh, barrel that you have that spins that you hold bourbon in. It's, yeah, the Lazy it's, Susan. Yeah, if you, it's you, functional. Yeah, it makes it a hundred times easier. And people were like, "I can't believe you put a Lazy Susan in your bourbon barrel." And I was like, "Dude, like I can get to the bottles in the back without having to move all eighteen bottles that are in front of That's it." That's right. <laughs> it's That's functionality. The, yeah. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, John, you gave us a sample here, man. I don't know what it is, but the nose on this thing is the bee's knees, man. Yeah. So that's a that's a little single barrel we have down there at the distillery called Sweet Heat. Yeah. Um, it's a rye whiskey, so we release some um, barrels. <clears throat> Caleb, our master distiller, does a lot of barrel picks um, that we release there down at the distillery. 
Uh, that's just spicy. Fantastic. It, it definitely great. lives up to its, <laughs> its name. He, yeah, yeah. But dude, the nose is just unreal. It's like some candy, like so almost like a citrus candy. Um, and then it's got and This some, is a rye? Yeah, yeah. it's a rye. Yeah. And but that rye pops on the tongue, right. man. It hits all across rye. the forefront. It lets front. you feel it. But I'm, I'm a huge rye whiskey drinker. I, I definitely, too. I love rye over bourbon. You know, I hate to say that, you know, because I mean, I live in Kentucky, born and raised. Everyone thinks bourbon's king. But I'll tell you what. The best part about my job is literally tasting these samples and like pulling samples and going through these barrels. Like, I know it sounds maybe not that exciting to people who don't drink, but I mean, when you taste these barrels for the first time, I mean, it's this is like a race car pit stop, man. Yeah. This thing just goes right in and right out. This is amazing. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's definitely it's hitting on all the cylinders. So, so, so tell me a little bit about that. And so, like. Your average day, you go in and, you, I mean, do you taste through like 40 barrels and then you're like, hey, these, these 10 are exceptional. Let's put them in the, in the single barrel thing and then put the rest to batches. How do you do that? Well, you know, every, every day is different to start off. You know, I, the good thing about our um, Kentucky Peerless is, you know, we're family owned. So there's only about 26, 27 of us there. And uh, every day is different. You never know what you're going to do, be doing pretty much, but it's exciting. But a typical day, like if we know we're going to have tastings, uh, myself, Caleb, who is our master distiller, Nick Clee, he's another distiller down there. Then we have uh, Peyton Beal. Um, she kind of does like front of the house marketing, but it has an amazing palate. Like, talk about somebody who's been like all over the world tasting like scotch, whiskey, like just, I mean, way better than mine, I like to say. Uh, but what we'll do is, you know, um, about a, well, I guess I should go back a little bit. About a week before, I'll go through pool, you know, anywhere from 70 to 80 samples. So we're talking like two, three days um, of coming in and sampling because you know you gotta worry about palate fatigue or you know getting a little too drunk even if you're spitting you know when you're tasting oh, these barrels i mean you can only go through so much before you're like is it lunchtime yet uh but you know yeah we'll walk through and basically our goal is you know you're not just looking for single barrels you know we got to think about every everything that we're doing down there right like barrels to hold back for um, longer time so we can have older age statements. Caleb is also looking for barrels to go into his batches that he makes. So everything we do is a small batch. So he uses, you know, anywhere between 25 to 30 barrels tops to make these batches. And we got a, we're in about 46, 47, 47 different states with the rye plus about, you know, 25, 26 with the bourbon. Um, so, so, so wait, hold on real quick. You said a batch can do 30 or 40 barrels 25 to 30 barrels 25 to 30 barrels yeah and it's it's a whole process too because you know we're not mass dumping which you know i'm not taking away from any, anybody else out there but you gotta think like bigger brands they're gonna make bigger batches so they're gonna use four five six maybe a thousand barrels to dump so you, you can afford to you know let, let some little ones squeak through there that maybe not be the best but um when you're using such few barrels i mean every barrel that you put in a batch is a role player so we have to be very selective and we only do 100 barrel picks every year so we do 50 rye and 50 bourbon and that's it which is very small considering our distribution size i like to i like to think where now, are you guys located um right off 10th and main right in downtown louisville just a block up from um the louisville slugger museum if anybody knows where that yep. where that is yeah right across from the louisville slugger yep. yeah so uh so 30 35 so it and refresh my memory is all of yours barrel strength yeah everything we do is barrel strength too. That's, so well. your small yeah. batches are even barrel strength right yeah okay. so every proof every small batch every single barrel they're all different proofs we don't have a set proof we come off the still around um 130 131 proof somewhere around there but then we'll take everything down to 107 and then put in the barrels and let it age 
because um, I like to think our water becomes an ingredient. It's not a dilution at that point, right? Water is a little bit more soluble. It's going to help go inside, extract all that flavoring, all that coloring. Um, so when we go to dump and process these barrels, we don't chill filter. We don't charcoal filter. I mean, we do the bare minimum to the, to this whiskey after it's aging. So you are, you're lowering the proof before it enters the barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. we take it down to 107. A little bit low barrel entry proof, which, you know, uh, it's crazy. Our, our latest single barrel that we did came out at 120 proof. Wow, think, I mean, so it think, picked think up that, a lot of heat. Yeah, yeah, and we use single-story rig housing, so it's not even like we have those five, six floors. Right. Um, we keep everything on one floor, and we go five to six high in them. We don't rotate. We don't temperature control. Um, you store down there? Yeah, we, we have the we actually have one of the biggest rig houses in downtown Louisville. We can keep about about 2,000 barrels right there on site, Yeah, right, um, which is crazy. Okay, right. I, I'm coming down soon. Hey, come on down, man. We'll pull some samples. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll walk you through. Yeah, it'd be a he, good time. He did offer me a day to come down and, and, and thieve out of a couple of barrels, so I'll have to take you with me. <laughs> I've been telling him for quite some time to come down. I because like that. We, yeah. we do everything there, so not only can we do a rickhouse, I mean, we cook there, we distill there, we bottle there, we have a rickhouse there. And we didn't source any product either. So, I mean, not that there's nothing that I love me, some MGP. Yep. Uh, so, nothing wrong with some source product. But, you know, we chose not to buy anybody else's barrels and bring them back. Um, we wanted to make sure people knew that whatever you got from us, we made it right here. And that's great. It's yeah. kind of like Burkhart Company. Yeah. Exa- exactly, man. Yeah. 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 We take pride in our work. You know, we get to oversee the whole process. Um, you know, there's Caleb, our master distiller, which is this is crazy, which a lot of people don't know about him because he is very humble, um, but also kind of shy, I like to think. So he, he, he doesn't get out too much. He's also but, one of the youngest master distillers yeah, in, in yeah. the country. So, like when he started there, like uh, he was like 21, 22, something like that. And he was literally doing construction, pulling nails, um, breaking concrete. Didn't even know he was going to be the distiller at the time. But he grew up on a little dairy farm in, in uh, Salt Lake, Kentucky. So he had the uh, understanding of pipe fittings. And the best way to describe this, like, you know, what'd you do for spring break when you were in high school? Did you probably go to the beach, go go party somewhere? Yeah, Panama City. Yeah. He stayed home and built, like, a flamethrower. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that was, that was just, like, uh, so, the yeah, kind of guy he was. I've yeah. noticed a lot of these younger uh, distillers, or a lot of distillers in general, they're good good with their hands. They build stuff. And, and they that, have to, right? Exactly. And you're learning how to do it? So he programmed, coded, and designed our computer system that we run and operate on, on um, down there at Peerless. Um, he helped design, laid the pipe fitting, told them how it was going to run and everything, which is cool because not a lot of distillers can actually say. So how did you all meet him? Um, so he, so when he was going to college, you know, he fell in love with the science side of things, right? Like he didn't even really drink. His biggest fear was did he have the palate for it? Um, mm. But he was lucky enough to get under uh, Randy Allen, who helps run like Moonshine U and do things like that. So Randy actually connected him with Corky and Carson Taylor because he's like, hey, I know you want to go to a big distillery, but I think you should really meet these people and kind of start from the ground floor to really understand everything. So he started there just as construction. Like I said, no no, um, security of like, hey, I'm going to run this distillery or anything like that. But when it came to talk shop, right, they were bringing in these, like, pipe layers and things. And Kate was like, well, no, you don't want to run this boiler system. Like, we need to have this boiler system if you're trying to pump this many gallons. And, you know, I don't understand pipe fitting or anything like that. So he's like, yeah, we're going to run this to this. It's going to project this much. You want this kind of gasket and this. And uh, they were just like, holy crap. Like, okay, you know you know what? You're going to be in charge of this. Like, I think, <laughs> I think we found our guy. And that's how he kind of took the role. And even in the beginning, he wouldn't even call himself a master distiller. He would say, I'm not a master. You know, like guys like Jimmy Russell, like those guys, those guys are master distillers. Right. I'm, I'm a head distiller. Until we literally, like uh, two years ago on Christmas, 
um, Corky and Carson said, you know what, we had come out with our two-year ride, won a couple good awards, um, the bourbon came out, like we were hitting in the right direction, so they uh, decided to surprise him with that title at Christmas, which, like I said, whether he wanted it or not, you know, we thought he deserved that title, and um, we gave him the, they get, or Corky and Carson thought he deserved that title and gave him the role of Master Distiller. It's a great story. Sounds like a really unique individual. You know, he really is, uh, he's a, when, even when you hear him talk, I love it because he's exactly what you think a master distiller would talk like here in Kentucky. I mean, he's yeah. got that thick country accent, um, just a nice young young guy, man. He's about 30 now, so keep in mind, he's been there for quite some time. Um, Mary got a kid on the way. You know, he's just living the dream, man, living no, the dream. He's not living the dream anymore if he's got a kid on the way. He's going to be <laughs> missing some sleep. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you about that bottle over there that, that has the Peerless label on it. That's the one that I've seen in – uh, stores right yeah yeah so um the great thing about we you know we have our small batch rice small batch bourbon but that one is you know when people come in they can actually do a barrel pick so you know pick your own private barrel and uh, that's one i did for a good friends of mine um in uh, louisiana so that oh. pick was done for the new orleans bourbon festival it's a non-profit you know they help raise money um tracy napolitano and Corey welsh kind of help run that and put that on and they do a great job and if you've never been to new orleans bourbon festival it is one of the best bourbon festivals I've ever I've ever been to. I've been to Jazz Fest, but I haven't been to the it's, bourbon. Yeah, ja- I was going to go at the end of April, but didn't get a chance. But I hear Jazz Fest is the place to be down there in New Orleans. But that's one of their private barrel picks. So the way it works is, you know, when they want to come in, they want to buy their own private barrel. Uh, I'll go through, find you know different samples to put in front of them, and let them come in and kind of get a feel for what they like, what they don't like. And the whole purpose is this, is just to find a barrel that they truly love that is unique to their profile, unique to what they're looking for in a rye. Um, I love this classic label. It's it's a, so that's the original label. So, you know, yeah. Corky's great-grandfather started it back in 1889 in Henderson, Kentucky. Uh, we shut down during Prohibition, and uh, when's like 100 years later that Corky decided to get back in the family business. Um, but we started the distillery in Louisville rather than Henderson. Um, and, yeah, they kept – they tried to – the bottle design Carson did, that's based off our doubler, and then that was the original label design for when his great-grandfather had it. Yeah, it's got that classic, it does. you know, 70s, 60s, 70s, in the, like if it hasn't been changed in right. 50 or 60 years look. It's, it's such a good design. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. they killed on the bottle, which... that's That that was my big thing. The bottle alone, like, it's just the, the idiosyncrasies that go into that bottle and, the, like, all the things you were talking about, the fact that it... What did it say on the bottom, if I remember correctly, like... Um, on the bottom of the yeah, bottle, the bottom it, of the bottle. It even has our address. Yeah, it has the address on the bottom of the bottle. Like, there's just the tension to detail wow. that went into that bottle alone was just just phenomenal. So, and we got a real cork with a nice heavy top, and which is crazy. If you're a bourbon fan out there, our DSP number is 50. Which, uh, if you if you're not familiar with that, think about this. It stands for Distilled Spirits Plant. Kentucky, and then, of course, um, number 50. So, when you open up your distillery, the government issues you a number. It's your federal ID number. Well, Corky was very lucky enough to be the actual one in government, first one in government history to go back and get a family's original DSP number. So that was the number his great grandfather got. And the reason that was so important, think about um, Maker's Mark. They're 444. Wild Turkey's like 139, Buffalo Trace. 113 116 somewhere around there so you know they've been around for a very long time if he wouldn't have got that number back they were going to issue us like dsp 20,000 like and 33 or something i mean just think like not nearly impressive um as dsp 50 as dsp 50 yeah <laughs> so yeah absolutely so I, I i think it's a good marriage when you look at what peerless does from you know 
bottle design history heritage to, to what Burkhart's doing, you know, with all the things that you, you know, when the business started in 1977, Tom went out, started building custom stuff, things to that nature. And, and when you guys bought it, you've been able to, you know, kind of carry that torch in, in, into the 21st century, I guess I would say with that. Yeah. I mean, I made it clear to Tom that I loved what he did and I was, a, you know, obviously a fan of Burkhart company, but we, we didn't have any intent in changing, uh, what the what the essence of the company is we just wanted to to grow it um most people in louisville they haven't heard of burkhart company but if you if you talk to a builder or a, a re, like a high-end remodeler or a designer or an architect um decorators they know in the industry they know burkhart company yeah um but you know outside of that um that it's not known in the public very well but if you if you go to do a, your kitchen and you go to a, a decorator or designer and you say, hey, I, I want a, ki- a new kitchen, which a lot of people today, I mean, that's a, a, a new kitchen's a big deal. Yeah. 20 and, to 50,000. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, the thing is about new kitchens, too, is people are spending more time in their kitchens than ever before. It's not just someplace you go in and cook. They're making them bigger. They're more open. They have islands. Generally, they're, they're, they have a view into the living room. There's You can see the TV. Right. So if you have people over. And you, you and you enjoy company, and you enjoy enjoy uh, socializing with people, or even your family. You you want you don't want a crowded kitchen. You want things open, and you want to be able to say uh, you want the traffic flow to be correct, and you want the spacing to be correct. And and that's when it goes back to what what I was saying before about functionality. You know, you want to take all that into consideration. Is well, when I have a party, and we have twenty or thirty people over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, this is how I want this to be, and with with more and more people coming into their kitchens and making it a pub, a space for t- to to spend time in that's different than the way kitchens were designed just 25 35 years ago yeah. it's the centerpiece of your home now it really is think yep that, i think yeah it used to be crazy right like the kitchen used to be like you used to have doors on it right like the swinging doors like no yep. one goes in the kitchen that's right. where you go to cook and everyone comes out where now you're like no i want to have people over and I want to cook, be able to drink with them, sit outside, walk, or, you know what I mean, or yeah. sit See, there. The, the 80s and 90s, they had pass-throughs just because they, they didn't want anybody to be in the kitchen. Yeah, like, exactly. that's where the mess is. That's what Well, you is. know what they say, what kind of spurred all that was the growth in technology within the appliances. So the appliances got so good that uh, people would, would basically, you, you know, they became showpieces. These wolf ranges, beautiful 48-inch gas ranges, uh, huge... Uh, uh, cabinet depth panel ready refrigerators where you know you 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 don't even see your refrigerator you don't even know where it is because it's it's covered it's, it's built in it's, with your cabinetry it is yeah and so they you know the design was able to be manipulated and changed to where you you can hide things you can make everything look like cabinets you can make things look like furniture so you don't some you just don't feel like you're in a in like this kitchen anymore. You feel like you're in a room that's comfortable. I always say the more money you have, the harder it is to find your trash can in the kitchen. Oh, 100%, <laughs> yes. That's the hardest. I'm like, no doubt. where the heck is the trash can in here? And the dishwasher. And the dishwasher. Yeah. yeah, even now, yeah, it looks like a, just a, a regular cabinet, and you pull it open, it's a dishwasher. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Well, Andrew, we really appreciate you having us out. You know, it how do people find the Burkhart company? If they want to come into the showroom, if they want to, you know, look, check you out on social media, all that type of stuff, how do they do that? Yeah, so well, we have the old school phone number, um, 502-587-1538. Okay. Um, we also are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Instagram is where we post most of our pictures. And 
I would say the best way to get a hold of us would be to go to our website, and we have a um, request to uh, we have a thing called Start the Conversation, and basically you can just put your information in there and say what you want to do, what you're interested in. We also have design only services if you just want design, that's right. fine. Um, but we're we're basically here to make a you know your kitchen dream or a project dream a reality. So so what's our, the website? Uh, com. Okay. And if they want to drive to your facility, check out the showroom, walk around, see how you guys do things, yep. what, what do they do there? So it's 1010 South Preston. If anybody knows Kentucky, Broadway, uh, we're in Shelby Park. Okay. Um, it's right next to Germantown. Um, it's right next to Smoketown. But you, if you're coming from, say, 65 North, you take get off St. Catherine, take a right, and take another right on Kentucky, and we're right there. Um, we are very easy to get to from the interstate. You really are. It's it's a quick in and out for sure. Yep. And you don't need an appointment, but we re- we, we we would like for you to call um, because we're busy, and right. we if we're with other customers, right? We want to give you time too. Right. So the best thing to do would be to set up an appointment. You can call and set up an appointment. You can, like I said, go on the website and request yep. an appointment, and um, we'd be happy to talk to you and hang out with You'll you. You'll come to their you. house, do all that? We do. We come, we will, we, we like to give a ballpark quote first. Right. Um, but if, if, if that is difficult to do from conversations and pictures, um, or you don't have a designer, you don't have a floor plan, we can't, we will, we'll come to the house and we'll take measurements and, uh, have a conversation. We like to actually have your Pinterest page. You don't have to give us the actual, link but we like to have your what you like um pictures of things that you like and we call those inspirational photos so if a customer uh, somebody wants a special project we love to see what you what what things that you've been looking at on google um, pinterest instagram we like for people to save those send them to us then we use those as inspirational photos for the design gotcha well well, john thanks for coming over and hanging out with me today and and Andrew, we greatly appreciate you inviting us in. So if you want to check out the Burkhart Company, you can check them out at www.burkhartcompany.com. If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the social medias, um, bourbonbarreltalk.com, or you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. Uh, this is Scott, Andrew, and John signing off. Peace out. <laughs>